0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 1,274. Today, seven storylines from The Force Awakens that were rendered moot by the events of The Last Jedi. <laughs> I have been waiting for an opportunity to use the word moot in a headline for this podcast, and it took me nearly 1,300 episodes to do it, but by golly, we've done it. Punch it, chewy Hi, I'm Brian J. Jones, author of George Lucas of Life, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And, you know, technically I have to go with that nearly 1,300 episodes number because that's how many numbered episodes there are of the podcast. But if you throw in the bonus episodes, we're actually over the 1,300 episode threshold. So yay for us. But it's not really official until I actually do episode 1,300. You know, it just doesn't feel so official. And, 1300 will come in January 2018, so, you know, it's on its way. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm certainly not. Ah, goodness. Anyway, so let's talk about the storylines being rendered moot, and it takes a couple of different forms. So, for example, one of the storylines that has been rendered moot by the events of The Last Jedi is Snoke's backstory, right? So this crazy guy, Supreme Leader Snoke, was presented to us and everybody was like, who is he? Where does he come from? How does he know anything about Kylo Ren? Or what's his beef with the Resistance and the Republic and any of that stuff, right? Well, now, Who cares? He's dead, right? He was just a stepping stone on Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren's journey to not only the dark side of the Force, but supremacy over the First Order. And another thing that doesn't necessarily matter anymore that was briefly touched on in The Last Jedi, but not really, was how did Kylo Ren actually fall to the dark side of the Force? Like, what was it that happened? According to Luke's reminiscences, the dark side was already embedded in Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren. It had already taken hold while the two of them were still together in Luke's little Jedi Academy, okay? And I'm sure it didn't help finding out that Darth Vader was his father and finding out probably not from Leia or Luke or Han, right? But the how and the why and the where and the what and the when of the recruitment of Ben Solo to the First Order and to the dark side of the Force by Snoke or by whatever other means but Snoke is really the guy who's been identified as the person who did it right the recruitment doesn't matter anymore because Snoke's dead (laughs) again like we don't need to untangle the motivations and the machinations or machinations of that situation because it doesn't matter anymore but I do hope that they explore that in a novel say for example I mean they've already hinted at Snoke's existence in the novels that they've released but Yeah, I think it would be great to pursue that just for fans who want to dig deeper into that backstory situation. Um, A third thing that's also somewhat related, a storyline that is essentially rendered um, useless and not one that we really need to pursue too heavily, is the backstory of the Knights of Ren that was really quickly dealt with. We just found out, oh, It's a few students from Luke's Academy that uh, Kylo Ren, aka Ben Solo, took with him and I guess helped him destroy what remained of the Jedi Academy and beyond that, eh, you know, they're just some students who fell bad. I guess it would be interesting to find out whether they also were corrupted by Snoke or whether Ben Solo was the one who ended up corrupting them and he was doing it in secret while he was at the Jedi Academy or something or they just... Recognized that Luke had done something terrible and that Ben said, you know, he's evil, he's doing horrible stuff to us, you need to come with me, and essentially fooled them in a way. So either way, Knights of Ren, all right, we know who they are, we don't need to really learn any more again. Unless you want to give us more backstory in the novels Lucasfilm or the comics, by all means do. Alright, next. Another storyline that has been rendered irrelevant is the story of Captain Phasma. Anything resembling a character arc for her, gone. Just gone, baby, gone. And never happened in the first place. And it was certainly implied that we were going to get more about her and from her. And I've read stuff about deleted scenes so far, and there is a little bit with Phasma, but not nearly enough to actually give you an investment in the character just something to suggest that she was as bad of a Mama jamma As she was reputed to be, you get some final evidence of that on screen. Of course, if you'd read the novel Phasma, then you'd certainly know more about her background and why she was so incredibly tough and fearsome and all that stuff. But yeah, on screen, eh, not so much. All right, a fifth storyline or a potential storyline I would say was rendered moot was the story of Ray's lineage. It had been debated for so long, <laughs> two years, right? Was she a Skywalker? Was she a Kenobi? Was she a Solo? Was she a this, that, or the other? And to have her have a moment of pause in her conversation with Ben Solo and go, oh, yeah, I know, my parents were just junk dealers. There were nobody, right? I mean, that pretty much eliminated that storyline entirely. Just the whole question of her trying to find out who her parents were, what her connection is to the Force. If there was a connection to the Force through her parents, anything that could connect her to the galaxy at large or give her some depth of background related to the rest of the Star Wars galaxy, no, none of that happening. That possibility was ultimately eliminated in The Last Jedi. All right, a sixth thing is one that I would say wasn't really ever <laughs> intended but it was a great joke by Carrie Fisher so if you think back to Star Wars Celebration Orlando and she had her own segment on the main stage and I believe it was Warwick Davis who had her on his stage and said so Carrie what have you been up to and she said Han's funeral and of course everybody went <gasps> oh my gosh it's a spoiler everybody freaked out and thought that she was saying that han's funeral would be a part of the last jedi now i haven't seen any reference to this in the deleted scenes conversations i'm starting to see so far so there's been no reference at all to a han's funeral situation and when you watch the movie you realize yeah A funeral for Han. Yeah, that's absolutely impossible. There was no way they were going to make that part of the story whatsoever. So I thought that was a brilliant little gag that Carrie Fisher pulled on us. And yeah, it's just over a year now, a year and a couple of days to the day that she left us. And it's not any easier any day. It's ridiculous. Ah, um, There is one more storyline that has been rendered in boot by The Last Jedi, and I will share that one with you after the break, because depending on what J.J. Abrams does with it, maybe it won't be. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility, and I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an astromech right inside your car, right? You know, the X-Wings will have astromechs, but (laughs) in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do, is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings, and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane, and it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies. You can learn more about it at SW7X7 dot com slash n-i-m yeah that's the initials for nissan intelligent mobility once again that's sw7x7.com slash n-i-m welcome back all right so when i talked with you yesterday about the story options and choices that ryan johnson has left jj abrams with i talked about the fact that you know he's almost in a place where the original star wars was where He has to jump ahead, and if we're going to end this set of three movies with the Resistance, a.k.a. the New Republic, whatever it's going to be called in Episode Nine, triumphant and the First Order ultimately and completely defeated, then we have to get past a lot of stuff. We have to get past alliances being rebuilt. We have to get past the numbers of the Resistance growing strong enough to be able to take on the First Order, right? We have to get to a point where... The Resistance, or whatever it evolves to be, is powerful enough at the start of the movie that they are able to take on the First Order and defeat them once and for all. So that's one way of looking at it. But as I was considering the fact that this seventh storyline about the New Republic's reaction to... The events of The Force Awakens, like, okay, so they destroyed the Hosnian system, but what are the member planets of the New Republic doing about this? Well, that storyline was pretty much wiped out in The Last Jedi as well, and may not factor into The Last Jedi, I had thought, unless, unless the way J.J. Abrams does his multi year jump is to say, in the intervening years since The Last Jedi, the Resistance has responded, the member planets of the New Republic have banded together and created a show force with their own armies and navies to drive the First Order back into the Unknown Regions. And now, as we start the events of Episode 9, we are beginning the final push into the heart of the Unknown Regions with this ragtag band of... Of planetary alliances pushing into the heart of the unknown regions and ready to destroy the First Order and Kylo Ren once and for all. Okay, so that's another way that Episode 9 could go. But for right now, it looks like it's going to be an underdog story based on the way Ryan Johnson left things. And the fact that nobody responded to the Resistance's SOS call from Crate suggests that the New Republic has just essentially been wiped out flattened that planets aren't responding to it they're actually hiding cowering based on the first order and the action that they took against the Hosnian system and I don't know that the resistance was ever able to get word out that Starkiller base was destroyed right and it was out in the unknown regions anyway so it's not like it would be a well-known event that Starkiller base was destroyed and the resistance certainly wouldn't have had time to put out propaganda about it so Yeah, probably when you see that planets can be killed from all the way out in the unknown regions like with horrible planet-destroying shots sent through hyperspace for heaven's sake, then yeah, you could see why the New Republic would just be like Jar Jar Binks with all the battle droids and going, I give up, you know, and just saying, okay, that's it, I guess we're dealing with all this again. So the New Republic's recovery, or lack thereof, another storyline that has been rendered ultimately moot by the events of The Last Jedi. If there are any other storylines, and I'm not talking about romances necessarily because I kind of covered all the romance stuff in a previous episode, but um, (laughs) if there are any other storylines that you think were rendered moot by The Last Jedi that had begun in The Force Awakens, then please do share them at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. That is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get set up for your attack run, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not three marks at 210, it's Destiny Unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, whether respective trademark and copyright holders may a force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.